Hello, hi everybody. Welcome to Football General. It's Rob Kays. And Trevor Koppel. Trevor, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing pretty great. One month into the NFL season, and here we are. Pretty, uh, pretty awesome. We've got a pretty good feel for, uh, you know, what's new in the league this year. And uh, it's, uh, it's not disappointing. Yeah. Some pleasant surprises. Uh, some things that have not gone as predicted and uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So. Uh, I would say it's been a good uh, double fortnight, you know, for you kids out there that play video games. Fortniters. <laughs> <laughs> All two of you. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, man, I've really enjoyed it. I, I, I think as far as a month goes into the season, it's been as advertised, which whatever that was. The biggest season ever, you know. <laughs> yeah, the longest schlong season you'll ever spit in your mouth. Like, yeah, that kind of season. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm sorry. No, this is a Whoa. PC show. Uh, I'm, I apologize. I just, I, I like to have fun here. <laughs> I'll see oh myself my out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anywho, to get down to it and stop playing the grab ass, what, do you have any reflections on week three before we move on to week four? Uh, just that, uh, you know, pretty, pretty rough start for Justin Fields. But uh, we'll talk more about him when we get to the Bears. Yeah, a little disappointed by New England's uh, performance at home. Uh, Probably the worst performance you'll see ever in Foxborough, other than this week, which we'll get to as well. And, um, yeah, you had to figure Detroit, he was being Detroit, and just keeps getting boned by father time. So, now with that said, (laughs) um, we're going to get right into it this week, folks. As usual, we'll pick the games, the spreads, the even, the odds, and whatnot. Um, we're not going to pick games this week. There's just too many. I feel like week four is stacked, absolutely stacked with good games. So we're just going to go in order, which will probably make it easier for you. So <laughs> no, we're just gonna, it's, it's not about you. It's about us. Well, what we want to talk about. Anyway, so the Thursday night game um, could be, uh, well, I'm not sure. This isn't a hot pocket, middle, uh, uh, half park cooked ends are cold middles hot game of game of the week but i would say this is more or less the bottom of the bag chips when you're down to the last crumb and you're not sure if you can throw away the bag or not game um jacksonville at cincinnati both teams come in uh you know i would say Bengals look really good on sunday uh two and one for the Bengals, zero and three for the jaguars cincinnati's seven and a half point favorite over under 46 what do you see here sir what are we looking for here well yeah i I'm trying to get excited about this game, and I just can't. Mm. Um, the the Jaguars, uh, I didn't see a lot of them this week. Uh, they just don't have anything going right now. I think the Bengals are an easy pick. Um, I think uh, I think I'm going to take the Bengals to win by ten. So I'm going to take them to beat the spread, and I'm going to take the under on this one. I don't think it goes too high. Yeah, I'm going to go under two. It seems a little high, especially on a Thursday night game. Both offenses aren't really that great. And Cincinnati, I don't think they've scored more than 27 points in any game they've played in. But they've looked good nonetheless. I think they start out 3-1 and still look good in the AFC North. Um, Jacksonville's terrible. So, especially in the secondary, I mean, they have the worst DVOA com- combination between offense and defense, So that, which stands for uh, uh, defense value over a adjusted some nerd stat that actually works out really well so nonetheless jamar chase man i think he could have a big game here guy to watch definitely a starter um 
Yeah, I think if you picked up Cincinnati's defense for like a a, a flyer week because you're starting New England or some team that's going to get burned, but normally <laughs> might do pretty well, I think you're going to be good here. So, oh, you okay, man? Jeez, it did. It, did the hot pocket hit you that hard? Did I say bad things about hot pockets? They came back to haunt you, Trevor. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, Washington at Atlanta. That's your first early game on Sunday. Hitting into October, buddy. October third. It's on. It's on the horizon. This this season's going by fast. Um, Washington one and a half point favorite over under forty eight. Washington's coming off two bad losses. Atlanta's coming off a big win against New York, the, the Giants. And anytime you play a winless team and you win, that's a big win for their Atlanta. So, uh, what do we what do we see in here? What do you like between these two teams? Or what do you see? Man, this one is a, a really tough one to call. Mm. Um, I do lean Washington with this game. Uh, I know the Falcons are playing at home, but uh, my gut tells me that Washington is going to win. And with a one and a half point spread, I'm going to take them to to beat the spread. Um, I'm definitely taking the under on this one. I don't think it goes to 48 points. Yeah, I'm going to go under two, and definitely Washington on this one, folks. I mean, and listen, I don't. I, Atlanta like has a young coach. And honestly, like I, it's kind of one of those things where you wonder if they start out like zero and two, and somehow a spark against a crappy Giants team kind of gets them moving forward. But <laughs> they had a one game winning field goal last week, so yeah, I'm going to take Washington. Although their defense has been really bad, um, not really bad, which is very surprising. I'm not sure what's going on there. If they're just on the field too much, but um, yeah, like same thing with Trevor here. I really like Antonio Gibson because he can catch the ball and run it. And against Atlanta's linebackers, historically they've been bad against tight ends and receivers who are who are good uh, running backs who are good at receiving the ball. So get him a start and uh, potentially look at picking up Washington defense for a week. And Taylor Heineke, he's actually been sneaky good in fantasy this year. So okay, uh, Houston at Buffalo. This <laughs> this is the uh, uh, I don't know. Let me think here. This is the meatball spaghetti and meatballs. Clean out my fridge, you know, game game of the week, because I just, you know, I might as well do do that before I uh, before I watch this game because it's gonna be a blowout. Um, Davis Mills on the road against Buffalo, sixteen point favorite for Buffalo, over under forty seven. Damn, the Bills look good. We wrote them off a little bit. I'm, I'm sorry. Right. Um, I think uh, I think this is a real easy win for Buffalo. Um, Vegas is making it tough with that sixteen point spread because that's huge. Um, but I actually don't give the Texans a chance of covering that spread. Uh, so I'm going to take, uh, the bills to win by 17. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Uh, it's just not, I mean, they're playing at home. They're, they're getting some things going and, uh, the Texans are starting to play like the Texans we expected. Um, so yeah, I'm taking Buffalo to win big in this one. And I am gonna take the over in this one. I think I think this is the sort of game where Buffalo might put up forty points on their own. Yikes. Um yeah, I, I think this is just gonna be, you know, turn the game off before it's over, it's done type of a game. Yeah, yeah. Cringe, look away. It's gonna yeah. get ugly. Put a pillow over your face, sort of deal. Um I yeah you know I, I texted you over the weekend. Houston's actually been more competitive than I thought they would be, and I'm I think the the coach is fairly I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's he's new and he's older and he's got these I think he, he's got them playing really hard, 
And honestly, Justin Reed's one of the best safeties in the league. I mentioned it last week. He's probably one of the best defenders in general that's been this part of the season. Um, I have a sneaky feeling he's going to be out. You know, I'm going to go under. But I'm still going to take Buffalo. I just feel like it's going to be one of those games where it's like rookie quarterback, it could get ugly, but they're going to... They're going to run the ball a lot. It's going to be raining on Sunday, 69 degrees. It's like fall weather in New York, which if you're from New England, any part of the country, like it, we actually experience a real fall, not Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's just the, the football gets a little grittier. That's, all, that's really all that happens. So I expect Houston to be sort of competitive in the first couple quarters to some degree, but just not have enough firepower in Buffalo win this game. Probably like a 31 to 10 sort of deal. So I'm going to go under, but Buffalo. And they're going to cover. Um, huh. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like I like Josh Allen. Emmanuel Sanders, I think, would be a really good pickup for this game. And um, maybe start their defense. I don't know. I'm not sure with Buffalo. I, I don't know. <laughs> their DVOA is 18th. Uh, I, yeah. Just, just continue to stick with the offensive players in Buffalo. So, huh. okay. Detroit. At Chicago, Chicago's a three-point favorite over under 42. What do you see here, my friend? You are an NFC North master. You are the well, master class I, teacher here. I think this is the week that the Lions win one. Um, I know it's Chicago's uh, got a three-point uh, you know, three favorite in this game. I think the Lions, you know, they were really hungry for a win last week. Um, couldn't get it done. But they have a much easier opponent uh, uh, this week with Justin Fields and the Bears. Uh, but th- this is an interesting game to me because I do think that this is a chance for uh, for Fields to have a good second game because his first game was just terrible. Um, so mostly I'm going to be tuning into this one to see which way it goes. Um, but I'm going to pick the Lions. Uh, so they wow. obviously have to cover the spread to win. And uh, I'm taking the over in this game. Mm. I do think it goes above 42. Mm. All their games have gone over 42 for the over-under, so it's a good pick. Uh, you know, 47 yards for Chicago on Sunday. Nine sacks. Like, granted, it's against Cleveland. That's the kind of game like Cleveland needed, like a bounce-back defense game because they were bad in the first two games. Justin Fields, though, man. You know, I can't help but feel bad for him. I have a buddy out there. Uh, here in Tucson, who's a big Chicago fan, and you know, it, you, you can't help but wonder if, if like Matt Nagy's doing this on purpose. <laughs> I don't know why. You you can't. You really just hang this guy out to dry. You know, like you could play Nick Foles, no problem, but you start Justin Fields when he's clearly not ready, and he just got absolutely killed. And he and he looked shell shocked on Sunday. You know, at the end of the game. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna take Detroit. You you. It actually depends I, who starts, but I yeah. I, well, exactly. I'm not sure. If Justin Fields starts. Yeah. I definitely would put my money on the Lions. Um, as much as I do like to root for these young guys to uh, to kind of you know come into their own. Um, you know, I don't like watching guys just get embarrassed, but that's what happened last week, and I got no reason to think that the Lions won't win this week. So yeah, yeah. I can't believe we're talking about this game for more than a few minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. No, this, 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 these might be the 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 best matched teams this week yeah. because they're both pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, so. Pretty, pretty. Yeah, that's that's a good call for it. 
You know, I, I'm going to switch it and go Chicago. I, I, you know, I'm looking at their DVOA. Detroit's in the bottom half of the league in both categories, offense and defense. And Chicago feels like they're just going to play better at home, and they did. They, right. they beat Cincinnati. I feel so, like they start Nick Foles, and it just is not as much of a crap show as it was last week, you know? Well, so. and that's that's why I could see this game going either way. Yeah. It'll be Fields' second start. Um, the Bears do have I, a much better roster than than what the metrics are showing right now, especially the whole win-loss metric. Um, so I won't be surprised if the Bears win. Um, I just don't think that they're going to turn it around this week. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're. I think that's fair. That's a fair analysis of it. I, I just feel like the Bears, just because of their defense, they're at least going to kind of bring some a little bit more to the table in Detroit. And with Jared Goff playing a good defense, I don't trust that noodle arm will <laughs> will do anything other than <laughs> just make bad decisions. You know, right? And and right. Dan Campbell can continue to be like like slamming beers at halftime and you know doing <laughs> doing butt chugs and whatnot. So. Okay, uh, moving on. Let's talk some more about Lions-Bears. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, <laughs> for God's sakes. All right, Panthers-Cowboys. Uh, probably one of my favorite. It, it's, it's right up there. This is a very intriguing game for me. Um, 3-0 Panthers, 2-1 Cowboys, 4.5-point favorite Dallas, 15.5 over-under. Uh, you know, call me uh, call me Shirley here, but am I, am I fair to suspect that the odds makers are sort of like maybe from Texas – or have like a yeah, Dallas bias because I, I think this game is going to be. I think Carolina's a real chance here. Honestly, Carolina's a real chance. No, I, I Carolina definitely has a chance. They've got a ton of momentum right now. Um, their defense is playing really physical, in your face uh, type of defense right now. Um, yeah, I, so I mean, the Cowboys. It really depends on which. You know, I feel like. It, the Cowboys, you know, we saw them just beat the brakes off of uh, the Eagles last week, um, and it looked really good. But they were playing the Eagles. Uh, no offense, Philadelphia. Some offense. Um, <laughs> Why would you say it if you didn't mean offense? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it, you just don't know which Cowboys uh, team is going to show up, and uh, I think the Cowboys are definitely capable of winning this game. But two and two Cowboys after week four it just seems like what, you know, Cowboys fans, you're listening. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, but, uh, you know, they just don't play up to their potential. Uh, it's the same reason I was telling people I wouldn't take Zeke where he was ranked in, the, in our fantasy mock draft. Um, they, uh, you can bet on the Cowboys to underperform, and I just don't think they have it. I think the Panthers are going to win this game. Yeah, this is tough. I, you know, and listen, I'm not going to spend as much time on this as I did the Bears Lions. That's more, more intriguing, <laughs> I guess. But no, I'm joking. I, you know, I think you look at it and you say, "Well, Sam Darnold's been playing great. Um, Dak Prescott looks real good. They finally figured out the split between Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott last week against Philly." You know, Dallas is at home. I I'm gonna take Dallas, even though I said something pretty uh, damning in the beginning, only because they beat they they should have beat Tampa. They beat L.A. Chargers, which I think is a, a definitely a playoff team, and they beat Philly pretty handily. And they really had no no competition in that game whatsoever. So, um, yeah, man, I'm gonna take Dallas, and I think 
you know, if you have any of the receivers, no J.C. Horn for Carolina, no Christian McCaffrey. Chuba Hubbard's a definite pickup in your leagues. I think he was only owned in like 25% of them, which we'll get to at the end here. Um, I just I just feel like this is Dallas's game to win, and something tells me Dak Prescott's going to have to win it. But they're going to run the ball a lot. Even though Carolina's look real good, really fast, strong defense. Shaq Thompson, you know, um, uh uh, the the safety there, and I can't remember his name, but he's really good too. They drafted him the last couple of years, Jeremy Chin, and um, yeah, Dallas is going to get a little better every week, and I'm going to take him here, and it's going to go over the 50 and 50 and a half, like 28 24. Right. So, okay, right. this is kind of an intriguing game for me because you know <laughs> Jacoby Brissett playing the Indianapolis Colts, and he's back on the road. Boy, they really need a win. Two-point favorites in Miami, 42-and-a-half. Listen, if Indy loses this game, are they done? Oh, man, are they not done yet? Um, They're already done. Yeah, the the Colts, man, I, 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 th- this... This is the biggest of all the surprises that I was talking about when we when we first signed on today. Um, this might be the biggest one, the 0-3 Colts. Mm-hmm. I, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's just it, there's no reason to suspect that it's getting any better right now. Um, man, it's a close spread, and it should be. I'm I'm taking I have to take the Dolphins. Mm. I think they go zero and four, and I think the Colts are done. Mm. Um, I, I I don't know what to tell Colts fans right now in terms of you know looking towards the future, silver lining type of thing. But I I yeah I think uh, I think Miami wins. I think they're gonna win by a field goal. So I take them to to beat the spread. Um, and take the over in this uh, 42.5 over-under. But, yeah, I think the Dolphins win this one. Wow. Tough game to pick, like you were saying. Um, you know, Indy's been really disappointing. And no Quentin Nelson this week. Offensive line has been great. Carson Wentz has been terrible. Really terrible. Man, you know? what a what a chance for him to, you know, come to the you know a really good roster – and uh, it was it was a second chance for Carson Wentz, and man, it's just not it's not there. Yeah, three touchdowns, one interception. You know, eighty five eighty five quarterback rating. Not sure what his QBR is here. It doesn't have listed. Nonetheless, I mean, they just got to they got to get back to running the ball. They got to do some play action. They I mean, and, and Miami's fairly aggressive, so that could really work in this game. Um, you know, Brian Flores brings a lot of uh, a lot of blitzing talent. I like Miami in this game, though. I feel like they will bounce. They they played Vegas and lost by a, a field goal at the end. It, they just, they're one of those teams, like, you know, they, and they lost to Buffalo, but they just played everybody so hard, and they have really good playmakers on the outside, Xavier Howard um, and uh, Byron Jones. So, yeah, I'm going to take Miami. I think it's going to go under, though. This is going to be kind of an ugly game. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. eight, yeah and, yeah, Miami. So, um, and what about another another great, great game this this week, man? You got Cleveland on the road taking on Minnesota. Minnesota looked real good against Seattle. I think Minnesota has been the benef- the non beneficiary of a lot of a bad calls referee wise, and two just like really bad circumstances and just not and friggin' bonehead coaching decisions. But nonetheless, two point favorite no, I- Cleveland, fifty one and a half over under. Go ahead. 
I, I feel the same way. You know, I, I try not to go down that road as a Vikings fan. The whole, oh, the, the referees screwed us. Um, so, I, so I don't like to dwell on that sort of thing. But, you know, the, the first two games were losses that easily could have been victories. Um, we're talking about a, a, a controversial call on a fumble and a missed a, a field goal to end the game that would have been the winning field goal. Um, and then, you know, the home opener was last week. They looked really good playing the, the Seahawks. Um, this is an interesting game because I am a big Baker Mayfield fan. I like the way he's turned that franchise around. And I'm an even bigger Kevin Stefanski fan. And so he's coming back to Minnesota where he was he was on the coaching staff there for almost 15 years, I want to say. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we didn't want to let him go and... He, now he's got all this. I thought he was the best coach of the year last year. Um, so, you know, big game. The Vikings are at home. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough game. I know Cleveland is favored. Um, but what the hell? I'm going to take my Vikings again this week. Ah. Uh, I think they go to. I think both teams are 2-2 two and two after this one is all said and done. Mm. I'm taking the over. I know it's a 51.5 point over. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think between these two teams, that, that's that's low. I think it's an easy over on the over-under. Yeah, this is a tough game to pick. You said it's easy over? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I know both teams have, have good defenses, um, but I think that they're, as good as these defenses are, these offenses are just that much better. Um, I think uh, I think you're going to get a shootout here. Yeah, and, and you know what? Kirk Cousins looked really good. He's number three in QBR in the first three weeks of the, of the year. And he's and he's faced some pretty stiff competition. You know, I, I mean, granted, <laughs> Cincinnati, Seattle, and, uh, you know, um, Arizona doesn't, like, necessarily roll off the tongue in terms of stiff competition. But I think, you know, considering where he's been in the, in the past couple of years for Minnesota, like, he looks great. And he's got a really good receiving core. Uh, you know, Cleveland doesn't match up well in terms of the secondary. You know, they have Denzel Ward. But I think Cousins stays hot, man. I think he stays hot, especially at home. Um, I think it'll be tight in the first half. Alexander Madison looked really good. I heard Dalvin Cook's going to play. Yeah, I don't have a lot of quarrels against taking Minnesota in this game. Um, Cleveland's on the road. No, so it, it's only a two-point spread yeah. because because this game really could go either way. Right. Um, it could be, you know, I could see the Browns pulling out the win with, like, one defensive touchdown because mm-hmm. uh, the Vikings we, we make mistakes like that from time to time Damn and uh, yeah it, it, this is a tough one to call so I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with what I'm I'm gonna go with hope and I'm gonna predict the Vikings to win <laughs> all right okay um, Cleveland ranked really high in DVOA four and ten for defense and offense respectively you're going Minnesota I you know I just feel like it's gonna be close. Cleveland just has a little bit more talent on defense, and if that offensive line breaks down for Minnesota, yeah, I they're going to have to figure out Miles Garrett, man, and I don't think they will. I'm going to go Cleveland, and I'm going to go, go. Yeah, I'm going to go over, and uh, when when close, they're going to cover the spread. They'll go over the spread here for a two. So, uh, oh God, let's talk about the Giants. All right, oh man, New, <laughs> New York Giants at New Orleans, man, zero and three, two and one. Saints are finally home back in New Orleans. I think this game is going to be a blowout for New Orleans personally. 
Seven and a half over under. Seven and a half point favorite New Orleans over under 42. Why? Or how long are we going to talk about this game for? <laughs> like, um, so just briefly, yeah. you know, I think I think it's easy to pick the Saints in this one. Yeah, it is. Uh, mostly because I don't think it's, I, I don't think the Saints have to rise to the occasion to win this game. Um, I think they just have to play their brand of football, stick to the game plan, and they're just the, the Giants don't have a prayer. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm definitely taking the Saints. I'm going to take them to win by 10. I, I, I think they'll beat the seven seven and a half point spread. Um, I'm going to take the over because it's 42 points. It's just, it's low. Um, I, I could see this game, you know, maybe the Giants make it competitive but still lose and it goes over 42, or they don't. And the Saints just keep, you know, finding themselves in situations where they can score and they'll go, you know, I think this game goes over 42. Yeah. Um, easy victory for the saints. Yep. Saints, uh, at home, they're going to come out a little emotional in the beginning, probably going to be a tough game, but, uh, yeah, I said kind of like Daniel Jones in this game. I feel like he's fairly dynamic. <laughs> I hate him in general, oh but I just like him in terms of like, if you're going to get 20 points out of somebody and then I'll have great stats, like pick up Daniel Jones. Um, didn't mention any other two teams, but Miami Dolphins defense, they're definitely a free agent. And then anybody that you can throw to in Minnesota. (laughs) So, and Alexander Madison and Tyler Conklin, but you'll get into that later. So, um, okay. Tennessee at New York, two and one, oh, and three, New York, Tennessee, seven point favorite, 44 over under, uh, a fall game in Meadowlands, man. I don't know if you know this very hard place to throw. This time of the year, it's very windy in the Meadowlands in, in the fall. Um, mm. Might be a little tough for Ryan Tannehill, to be honest with you. But Derrick Henry, that's all you need to say. Right. No, I was <laughs> yeah. Say, uh, yeah. You know, this team is two dimensional. Um, so I, yeah, I think that the Titans win. I think they win by more than seven. Um, I'm going to take the over on this one too. Forty-four points. I think it does go over forty-four. Hmm. Um, but yeah, another, uh, uh, dominant win over the jets. Right. And they look lost. I, I feel bad for Zach Wilson. They've already ruined him. <laughs> hey, you know, they we, ruined him. We, we predicted it right here. We did. <laughs> they just, you know, they suck. A few years from now, he'll get traded to another team and have a second chance. Just like, uh, Darnold. Yeah. So. It's sad. Um, the offensive line's so terrible. And actually Tennessee hasn't played terrible defensively. Other than against Arizona, um, uh, okay, man, I take that back. Uh, they've actually been pretty bad defensively, but nonetheless, uh, New York hasn't scored a touchdown in two weeks. So give me Tennessee all day, forty-four under, and cover the spread. And uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I like any tight end <laughs> playing uh, Kirk Berkser. Berks, I can't remember his name for starting for Tennessee. But okay, um, moving on to the uh, double cheeseburger bowl. Uh, it's Kansas City, <laughs> Philly. Nobody got that joke. Huh. It's fine. Huh. Seven right. seven point favorite for Kansas City. Fifty four and a half over under. Trevor, is Andy Reid gonna drink enough water this week? Is he gonna eat enough cheeseburgers? Yeah, I mean for Christ's sakes, you have one job. You're a coach. <laughs> stay on the sidelines. All you have to do is stay on the sidelines. But poor guy. Yeah, we feel for him. Hope he's in better health. But yeah, that. Oh, absolutely. You know, just making light of um, I, a terrible situation. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So. What, well, why not? What, right. um, what do we got here? 
So, I mean, yeah, the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs get right in this game. Um, you know, they, they've got a long way to go to, uh, to get back to uh, the top of their division. Um, I think they're going to win on the road. Uh, I think that Philadelphia is going to stay in this game longer than they did against Dallas. Uh, but in the end, I think the Chiefs are going to run away with it. So I think they'll win by more than seven. Yep. And I'm going to, oof, this is a tricky over-under, 54 and a half points. It's a little high because the Chiefs aren't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to take the under on this one. Yeah, I don't think it goes that high. And, you know, Philly's terrible on defense. Um, So is Kansas City. I'm going over. I think this is going to be kind of a shootout to some degree. I do, you know. And, um, yeah. Like Jalen Hurts on, on at home, and can't see them road. They'll just figure it out. And Andy Reid back in Philly, nothing's going to shake them. And you know Mahomes is going to be ready for this. And so is Jackson, his brother. What a tool bag. Anyway, uh-huh. so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like uh, Kansas City here, and go go Red Storm, whatever they're called. Anyway, Arizona uh-huh. at L.A. This is honestly probably the game of the week right here. Arizona at L.A. Uh, I'm on the road. I'm comfortable calling it that because. Yeah, th- this is the game. I if I could only watch one game this week, uh, and forgetting that I'm a, a huge Vikings fan, this is the game I want to watch. Yeah, um, Cardinals Rams. Uh, both of these quarterbacks look great mm-hmm. right now. Um, both teams are playing really well balanced football. Both teams are three and zero. I do think that it's gonna go over the 55 over under but i won't be surprised if it doesn't um it just kind of depends on on whether or not these defenses uh you know make the game uh you know a low scoring game uh both teams have like i said well balanced teams they both have solid defenses um but man kyler murray he's becoming one of the most electric quarterbacks in the league to watch um, and then Matthew Stafford, he's he's a new man in L.A., and he's he's absolutely dominating. Or I should say he's the same old Stafford, except he has a team around him now. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I uh, it's a tough one. I'm going to take the Rams at home. I think I, I just I give their defense an edge over the Cardinals' defense, and I think that's going to be the difference maker here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's gonna go. I'm gonna choose over with the 55 over under, because um, these offenses are just stacked, and uh, and yeah, I'm I'm gonna be excited either way it goes. Uh, both these teams uh, could easily be playing uh, in the playoffs. I know they're in the same division, but that division might be the best division in football right now. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm taking the Rams. Yeah, no question. Everything you said was correct. And and at the end of the day, yeah, L.A. looked great. It looked fantastic. Really beat up at, on Tampa Bay at home. And I don't think there's any reason that Sean McVay doesn't go 9-0 and against Arizona. I don't think it'll be close. It's going to be a shootout. Uh, no question. It's going to be an over. <laughs> um, you know, Cooper Cup, nobody can really cover him in the slot. He's just been so good. And Kyler Murray... It's so electric, but same thing, Matt Stafford, so good. LA just has more talent on defense that can make plays at the end of the day. 
and between Aaron right. Donald that, and Jalen Ramsey, that, somebody's going to make a play. That'll be the difference, and that's all it takes. That's exactly that's exactly I, the way I see it. And I, I think it's the Rams' defense that makes the difference in this game. And I think Arizona, you know, we watched them play against Jacksonville last week. Yes, and they made some really boneheaded mistakes. I don't think the coaching is very good in Arizona. So give me L.A. And I'm I think L.A. is going to cover the spread more. I think they'll win by a touchdown or so. But I don't think Arizona's a bad team. They'll just come back and play them at home, and I think that'll be a more competitive game at the end of the season. So, um, yeah, A.J. Green, keep an eye on it for him. And uh, give me a little Cooper Cup, buddy. Oh, my goodness. Um, also, Sony Michelle, uh, third game, third, fourth, fourth game playing for L.A. Just keep an eye on him. He caught some balls last week, looked really good in pass coverage. He'll get more snaps. So, Okay, Seattle at San Francisco, another big game in the NFC West. I know, man. Real, real so quick good. before you move on. Go ahead. Sony, because I saw, I didn't see a lot of the game. I saw a clip. Did, is Sony Michelle, did he send a guy flying, uh, picking up the blitz? I believe that man is still in orbit, yes. Oh, my God. So yes. I didn't know, I couldn't tell which <laughs> back it was for the Rams, but it was, anybody who knows what I'm talking about knows what I'm talking about. It was absolutely insane. He came... You know, from the wrong side of the quarterback came flying across and just sent, it was like a blitzing uh, corner. Maybe? I think so. Safety. Yeah, safety. It just just sends him through the air, like completely changes his midair momentum. The stratosphere, it was incredible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and that's what I mean. The Rams are just and and Stafford completely unfazed by it. Uh, total faith in it. So. Uh, but anyways, mo- moving on. Okay. Moving on, talking too much about it. If you will, Seahawks 49ers. Um, Go ahead. Man, the uh, the Seahawks are just starting rough, and uh, it's it's not what we expected. I, I still think Russell Wilson has maybe the best uh, uh, deep ball in the league, but it, it's just not translating to wins right now. Uh, the 49ers, man, I I think that they're just a little bit better right now at controlling the tempo of the game. And I, I agree with the spread. I think 49ers are going to win this one uh, in San Francisco. Um, I'm going to take them to win by at least three points over the, the 2.5 spread. Um, I'm taking the under on a 52 over under between these two teams. I'm going to take over. I'm going to take in C- Seattle. On the road, they're 13-4 in the last 17 games. So, um, I know. Uh, 13-5. I'm sorry. They lost last week. Um, <laughs> I just think Seattle's going to bounce back. The bottom of this division, which is ironic because they're like four really good teams, they're all going to be really good. <laughs> it's Seattle and yeah. San Francisco. They're going to beat up on each other a little bit. It's 86 degrees in San Francisco on Sunday. I, I just feel like that's going to be good weather for Russell Wilson to tear it up. Chris Carson, yeah. I, I mean, it's ironic. They have the second-best offense in the league, Corden DVOA, but like, the, one of the worst defenses, and they've been bad for three or four years consistently. But nonetheless, um, they just match up really well against San Francisco in terms of like how physical they are and how finesse San Francisco is. So, yeah, I'm going to go slightly over, but I'm going to take Seattle. So, and um, oh. yeah, definitely any the big three on, on Seattle. Keep an eye out for Debo Samuel. Um, and then, uh, I believe is somebody being activated this week, Brandon Ayuk could be wrong. He got activated last week. So, yeah, yeah. Big fan of that. Um, okay. 
Another intriguing game, man. Baltimore at Denver. Denver's a one-point favorite, over under 45. Why Why are we doubting Baltimore? Ah, uh, well, you know, there's a lot to consider with this game. And this is a game I'm very excited about because uh, I, I like what the Broncos are doing right now. Uh, I think their commitment to Teddy Bridgewater before the season started has completely paid off. Um. You know they're they're three and zero against opponents that are combined zero and nine, but you know they're they're winning those games in a dominant fashion the way you should against against those teams. So I, I like what the Broncos are doing. The Broncos are at home. Uh, the Ravens uh, were in real trouble against Detroit last week. Um, you know had a. a a record-setting 66-yard field goal to win, and it should have been pushed back. Um, there was no delay of game call, and there should have been. Um, hmm. So the Ravens really lucked out last week against Detroit. Um, I, and I know the Ravens are... I, I believe the Ravens are getting a few of their COVID players back this week, people off the COVID list. So, so maybe that'll... Uh, help them bounce back. But man, this this is a tough one. Um the line on it is even. Um I uh this is this is tough. I as much as I want the Broncos to go 4 and 0, I don't think it happens. I think the Ravens are going to sneak away with a win again this week. Um I think that they uh I think I think nearly losing to the to the Lions is really going to keep them honest. I think they're going to really uh, game plan for this one, and I think that they have what might be the single most difficult player on the field to stop uh, is Lamar Jackson. Um, he he really does. He's you know you you cannot cover him through the air and on the ground. Um, the tendency is to, you know, stop him from running, but he always run. you know, he, he gets his yards on the ground anyways. Um, if you commit to stopping him on the ground, you're going to leave somebody wide open. I know he's not the most prolific passer, but, uh, I think the Ravens are going to find a way to just score, score, score in this game. The Broncos are going to do what they do well against a, a not great Ravens defense, um, I'm taking the over, uh, but I'm going to take the Ravens to win. Yeah, all good points. I, I think um, De- Baltimore has historically sort of has been really good in Denver, so I don't think they're going to be affected by the climate or the or the fans. Although it's going to be loud there. I mean, Denver is relevant the first time in six years. Congratulations. So, oh, absolutely. Um, and, and Denver. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that this uh, you know is a uh, a wake-up call for the Broncos if no. they don't win this one. Right. I think that they're on on pace to uh, impress a lot of people by the end of the season. Um, so uh, I'm not down on the Broncos yet. Uh, anybody who listens to the podcast more than ever uh, <laughs> knows that I'm a huge Teddy Bridgewater fan. I'm, I'm always pulling for him. Uh, I think he's an amazing player, an amazing guy. Um, you know, going to be the best man at my wedding. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but, uh, 
But seriously, I, I do like the Broncos. Um, I'm rooting for them in this game. I hope I'm wrong, but my money is on the Ravens. Yeah, I, I just think their running game is so good, and Denver hasn't seen anything like that. They don't, they're not going to pass the ball a lot, but if they have to make the plays, Lamar Jackson showed he can do it. And so I'll take, right. I'll take well, Baltimore as well. Yeah. And I think the Broncos' defense is playing really well right now. Um, Against the pass, but, yeah. I would agree. Right. But the Ravens, with Lamar, Lamar Jackson is the wild card. They're just, he's such a difficult guy to stop. I know teams have done it, but, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I think the Ravens are due for another win this week. No, also no KJ Hamlin. Give me a big, big impact on Denver. And so Jerry Judy being out too. Um, yeah, I just, I like Baltimore too. Um, yeah. Even though this is not anything bad for Denver, they're going to go back and they'll be relevant the rest of the season. It's just well, and yeah. and I think you know I think the Broncos should they not win this game they're gonna make it. A, this is gonna be a good game to watch. It's the first uh, even line that we've had since since we started doing this yeah. uh, this season. Um, so that that should tell you a lot right there. I think it's gonna be competitive, uh, you know, exciting football. I, I'm excited to watch both these quarterbacks. Okay, moving on to the insufferable quarterback bowl, uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> At Green Bay, six and a half point favor at Green Bay, over under 45 and a half. I, you really can't doubt Aaron Rodgers or give him 35 seconds to win a game, can you? I mean, good God. I think, no, uh, yeah. You know, you just, yeah. <laughs> what, I mean, what do we, what do you think, Trevor? What are we doing here? Oh, yeah. Um, I think, uh, I think it's easy to pick the Packers to win this one at home. Um, you know, I, I know they didn't look good week one. That was week one. Um, in, you know, I know they were playing the Saints, but that was week one in Jacksonville. Talk about heat. Um, so I think the Packers are back on track now. Um, the Steelers, on the other hand, are, uh, not, not great. Um, so I, I do think Green Bay wins this. Uh, I think Green Bay's good to win by a touchdown. Um, I don't think they're going to have the, the close game that they had last week. Um, over under 45 and a half. I'm going to take the over in this one. Um, I do like the Steelers defense, but I don't think that's going to be enough to slow the Packers down at home. Um, so I'm going to take the over. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go over Green Bay. And I think this is going to be a game where they really kind of run the ball to set up some more play action fakes and get Aaron Rodgers outside the pocket. Um, so I think AJ Dillon could have a good game here. Um, Pittsburgh's just really beat up on the ends, man. They really are. I think TJ TJ Watts hurt, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, they just don't look. They look really sluggish, and I'm not sure Big Ben is going to be really good in Green Bay this weekend. Um, nonetheless, he's usually bad on the road anyway. So um, there, there goes that. Uh, <laughs> if I have Najee Harris on my fantasy team, do I start him or sit him? Oh, I'd start him. Yeah, okay. I mean Green Bay twenty twenty six DVOA. Yeah, I mean hypothetically, if you did right, is that what you're asking me? <laughs> no, I, 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 so so hypothetically, yeah. I do have Najee Harris on my team. Yeah, I uh, I'd start him. Yeah, I I'm thinking so. Yeah, um, I I think the Packers could run away with this game, but even so, the Steelers they just boy, I don't know if they have a lot going other than Najee Harris right now. So I think he's an easy start. Yeah, they're just they're gonna keep trying to figure this out and play small ball twenty the you know twenty games, and that's just not gonna work. You're not gonna, not gonna, not gonna work in this league, you know. So, especially against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So, 
<sighs> okay, <laughs> the Sunday night game, man. You get Tom Brady and the Bucks coming off a loss away, going all the way across the country, then coming back up the East Coast to play New England. Seven-point favorite for Tampa, 49 over-under. Why did I set it up like that? Because I'm trying to convince myself that the Patriots have a chance. Okay? <laughs> That's why. And and their tickets are as low as $450. So, there's oh, that. Oh, really? That's there, a reasonable $450. So, so I, I heard the average ticket price is over a grand. Yeah. 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 As low, though. Um, in case you want to sit in the parking ex- lot and watch it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. People are excited about this game. Um, it's like college game day and, in New and England I, right now. And I think yeah. we all know why. Right. Uh, you know, Tom Brady's first start in in New England uh, since leaving the team. Um, so, big deal. Uh, lots of emotions. I, I think Tampa Bay wins this one. Um, I'm going to take Tampa Bay to beat the seven-point spread. I think, I think they finish with a, a ten-point lead. Um, I'm taking the over. I think it goes over 49. Um, something that really excites me about this, or excites me, something that I found interesting today when I was looking at all this stuff is that uh, uh, Tom Brady is 66 yards away from breaking the uh, career passing record and uh, plays in uh, New England this week. So <laughs> chances are you're going to see him smash that record uh, in his old stomping grounds. Um that and the fact that they just signed uh, Richard Sherman, uh, which is something that they really need. If it, you know, if, if there's an obvious weak spot on that team right now, it's the, the secondary and the defense. Um, so I, I think the and the Buccaneers coming off a tough loss to the Rams, I think they get right against the Patriots this week. There's no way the Patriots keep up with them scoring wise. <laughs> Uh, there's right. just no way. I, I mean, if anything, you're going to say there might be a distraction. Like, Brady's camp has been all over the radio and, and media in New England trashing the Patriots, his dad especially, um, and you know, Jim Gray and all these freaking you know, guys that cling to Brady's balls. Anywho, <laughs> I I don't know. You know, I think it be, could be competitive in the sense that Tampa Bay's really banged up. And if anybody knows how to play against Brady, it might be Belichick. So... You know, it's just not. It's not our. It's not. It's, it's not your. Not your time, pal. You know, it's just not. It's not. <laughs> not new, it's not. You're not that guy. Yeah, it's not New England's time. I, I do think they're going to get a lot of things right coming off a loss last week, but you don't. You know, it's like how. Okay, what's the worst circumstances to play Tom Brady on the road? I don't know. Coming off a loss. <laughs> right. You know, like okay, then yeah, this game's gonna get ugly in a sense. I, I feel bad for Mac Jones because he's just gonna get killed again. Um, but realistically, if they they can game plan right, they might have a chance. But Tampa Bay's gonna win, and it'll be by no, ten points. So like, I, I, agree. I think uh, I think for the Patriots fans, that's what you really have to make this game about is, you know. What can we do to surprise people in a game that that we have very little chance of success in? Absolutely, um, because uh, because you know that's what Bill Belichick uh, is doing his damnedest to do. So. Yeah, yeah. And st- start start Gronk, man. Start Gronk. Start Godwin. Start your break. Cameron Brates. <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah, it could get very bad. Um, <laughs> you know, I yeah, you got to force pressure up the middle with Brady for Brady, but. Honestly, like, 
you know, and then his, I'm trying to rationalize it, you know, like, okay, they stopped the run because that's obvious. Or maybe they let them run and they, and Brady just does five wide though. And it's like, what are you going to do then? You can't cover everybody. You just can't. Right. So yeah. Anyway, you'll hear more about that on ESPN. So, okay. The Raiders <laughs> at Chargers, three point favorite to LA, 52 and a half over under. I think, I think Vegas is three and zero against, against picking against them this year. I don't think they've been picked in any of these games, Vegas wise. So man, that the, makes me the think Raiders, they're going to win this game. <laughs> like, yeah. So the the Raiders are, are another one of these big surprises. Three weeks into the season, yeah. Um, almost as surprising as an zero and three Colts team, three and zero Raiders. Um, you know, tied for are they tied for first in their division? Or are they first? Uh, Denver and Vegas. Oh, De- that's yeah. right. Denver's three and zero. So yeah. This is, uh, I you know, much like with the with the Broncos, I predict this will be the Raiders' first loss. Um, the Chargers look good right now. Justin Herbert is playing really good football, um, beating beating the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I think they go back to back division wins here. Um, so I'm going to take the Chargers to win. Um, I'm going to call a close one here. I think the Raiders cover the three-point spread. I think this is a one- or two-point victory for the Chargers. Um, the the Raiders, I think they're going to – they really are playing good football right now, and I think this is going to be a hard loss for them, divisional opponent. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, I think I think the, the Chargers win. I'm going to take the over on the 52.5. Okay. I'm going I'm going Raiders just because I think like LA's fairly vulnerable up front on the offensive line and I mean Vegas has gone after it. Um <laughs> they've won really ugly. I don't I honestly don't think that uh Banana Wright 37 whatever the hell John Gruden like I don't I honestly don't think he's a great coach anymore. But I think Derek Carr has just made enough plays and overall, they've just been aggressive enough on defense to make the right plays at the right time. And Peyton Barber, man, looked pretty good last week. They, they just run the ball really well. Um, right. Well, and, and Derek Carr can make a fool out of me. Yeah. Um, he's playing like an MVP candidate right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I'm I'm not completely sold that that's the uh, Derek Carr we're going to get all season. Yeah. Um, but, man, this this would be a huge win uh, to go 4-0 in this division. Yeah. Um, but uh, put my money on the Chargers. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Raiders and uh, definitely a close game. So, and uh, yeah, start your Henry Ruggs and your Darren Wallers of the world, and <laughs> you know it's just it's gonna be kind of a shootout to some degree. So uh, Justin Herbert will look great um, as most quarterbacks have against Vegas. So, all right, man. Before we get off, any waiver wires you gonna throw at me real quick here? Don't need much explanation. Ooh. I mean. Yeah, so what what do people need? Wide receivers? I'd say running backs are um, kind of hit right now. So yeah, running backs such a tough world right now. So many of them have gone down. Yeah. Um I still really like uh Corderell Patterson for Atlanta. Um still only rostered in 66% of leagues. Um you know, he he's not just a a reliable guy. He's got some people forget he's got lightning speed. Um which means once in a while he's good for just an insane play. 
Um, and they like to get him involved all over the field. Um, they could lo- run him uh, out of the backfield. They can line him out wide. Um, he, I mean, it, it's not shocking if you see him uh, returning punts. Um, so I, I really like this player because, you know, he's, he's a bit of a Swiss Army knife on offense. And, uh, and yeah, if you're looking for somebody, looking at what I see on the waivers, because there's some good ones, uh, Chuba Hubbard, Sony Michelle, also probably available, but uh, my gut says uh, Corderell Patterson is a good one to have. Yeah, definitely. I, I mentioned Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Jacoby Myers has gotten a lot of targets, especially in the slot, banged up Tampa Bay uh, secondary. Yeah, um, that's all I really got. I mentioned a whole bunch of other ones. The Miami defense is really available in a lot of leagues. Tennessee defense has got a good matchup against um, what I mentioned earlier. <laughs> New York, um, Terrence Marshall Jr. has gotten a lot of targets in Carolina. So those are some folks, man. Daniel Jones, even. I like Daniel Jones right. a lot. Um, and Tony Jones Jr., he's been spelling uh, uh, Alvin Kamara. So, and he's gotten some of the, those valuable goal line carries. So, as we know, all available in most leagues, 25%. All those guys that I mentioned are available in. So, wow. Right? Okay. So, um, any other things, man, you want to say before we... Jump off the old bandwagon here. <laughs> uh, j- just that uh, you know, it's it's so much fun to be uh, you know three weeks in. Like I said, so many so many things uh, that we couldn't have predicted that are really exciting to watch, uh, like the Broncos being tied for first in their division at three and zero. The the Raiders, uh, Derek Carr leading the league in in passing yards. These are uh, really interesting, fun to watch things. Uh, that we didn't predict, and then something that uh, that we did uh, predict a bit, like uh, uh, you know Matthew Stafford's new team. Boy, is that working out? Um, you know, we we thought it would, and it has. Um, so these are things that I'm excited to keep uh, keep an eye on through the next three weeks. Likewise, man. And just so we we're on the record as saying we predicted all these things. We predicted all of these things to happen. <laughs> so that's right. You know, that's right. yeah, yeah. And so uh, <laughs> not only are we sort of the pod fathers of football, but we're also magicians, and we do do birthday oh. parties. In case you're wondering. So now, with that being said, man, I've had a great week this uh, this week. I hope you guys all enjoy football. Um, you know, and make sure you get your Hot Pockets ready and all your popcorn and all the other things ready. So, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm at Bobby Law on Instagram. He's at where? So, I'm uh, Trev Geo Dude on Instagram. Okay. And um, we're uh, at Football in General on Instagram. I think there's a one in, in the, at the end of it on Twitter. And, of course, if you have anything, please hit us up. And thanks for the likes and the subscribes, the downloads, and everything else. We're approaching... Or just I think just over three hundred downloads in total, which is big for us. You know, we're slouch. We, we slouch. We we really don't get the word out <laughs> here. So, anyway, thank you for enjoying it. Until next week, we're out.